the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for a conversation about the things we share in common. Our common hopes, our common fears, our common struggles. Together, we'll wrestle with the questions that we all have about the issues that affect our lives. This is The Common Good. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Fromm and Ian Simpkins. Welcome to The Common Good on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life, alongside Ian Simpkins. My name is Brian Fromm. We're glad that you're joining us today on a day that's finally sunny. <laughs> it's finally I mean, sunny. for now, at I least. I did hear uh, Mary DeBadges or someone before us talking about possible uh, thunderstorms later today. So, of course, it has oh, to be that I'm way. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> of course, it has to be this that way. This is why we can't have nice things, Brian. <laughs> As always, you can find us on Facebook at The Common Good Radio Show, online at 1160hope.com, or you can text us at 68683, followed by CG, and then whatever comments you have. Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago or so, we had Paul Jacobs in from Food for the Poor, and we were talking about the humanitarian crisis in Haiti and raising money uh, to provide food for a year and water for life for as, as many families as we can in Haiti. We're very proud and excited about our partnership with Food for the Poor. And so um, the goal at that, I believe, was like 36 families, and we got close to that goal. And so we're going to try to put the, uh, we're going to try to take the ball across the goal line today. Uh, and with that in mind, our guest today uh, is Todd Chapman. Todd is a child advocate for Food for the Poor. Todd, thanks so much for joining us again today. Hey, guys. Good to be here with you. It's great to have you. Uh, Todd has worked with Food for the Poor for nearly 10 years, advocating for the poor, giving a voice to the voiceless, encouraging Christians uh, in America to rise to the biblical mandate to care for the least of these. So let me give you some background and give you just uh, kind of set the table here. Uh, Food for the Poor is a faith-based relief and development charity working in 17 countries, but today we're focusing on the country of Haiti. For more than 37 years, they've partnered with local pastors, churches, and parachurch organizations in countries like Haiti, seeking to lift the poorest of poor out of poverty through feeding programs, clean water initiatives, uh, and many other ways. Uh, and so the goal today is for you, uh, our listeners, uh, to give whatever you can give. So for $80, you can give food for a year and water for life for one child. $80, that's a one-time gift. That's not $80 a right. month. Uh, that's a one-time gift. And then any multiple of 80, right? For $320, you can do that for a family of four. And the way that you can give today is this way. Uh, we got three options for you today. You can go to 1160hope.com, and right there you'll see a big banner. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. It just says Saving Starving Families. It's big, it's red, you can't miss it, and uh, you'll be able to give right there. Or you can uh, call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or on your cell phone, you can hit pound 250, and when prompted, just say, I want to give, and that'll take you right 
to the call center. So those are our particulars. We're going to keep giving those to you. We want to finish off this campaign today. And Todd, uh, let's just start by reminding people uh, of the dire humanitarian crisis going on in Haiti. Could you again give us a little bit of background of why Haiti and what's going on in that country? Yeah, absolutely. So the situation in Haiti, uh, you know, on even a good day is is a tough is a tough one. You know, it's the poorest country on this side of the world, and the average family down there literally struggles day to day just to survive. Uh, you have very few jobs; they don't pay very much money. You have a completely dysfunctional and often corrupt government, and uh, then you add on top of that, uh, you know, a chronic lack of of just basic stuff that we take for granted, like adequate food and clean, safe drinking water, modern sanitation, housing that is uh, even close to, uh, you know, humane. And uh, but now layer on top of that, uh, a three plus year drought that is just absolutely decimated uh, the country of Haiti. And, you know, it's interesting because uh, this is probably news to a lot of people listening today, because there's just no coverage of this in the American news cycle, even though Haiti is our next door neighbor, even though, you know, literally millions of people's uh, lives hang in the balance and there's all sorts of just incredibly devastating things going on in Haiti right now it's not getting any coverage and mm. so it's a hugely untold story uh, but the the beautiful news is that uh, now that you are aware of it I know that our uh, 1160 hope listeners are going to want to get involved and you know as you partner with food for the poor it's pretty incredible guys you already talked about how little amount of money it takes to make such a huge difference uh, and so inviting you today as we seek to wrap up this campaign and save just another 10 families. That's our goal for today. So this could be really as simple as, you know, just finding 10 exceptional people, you and nine <laughs> yes. others, that would just say, hey, you know what? God's been so good to, to, to me and my family, and uh, I have a heart to help and to, uh, you know, he, uh, help hurting people. And we could pledge $27 a month for the next 12 months. And so, guys, you know, if we could find just you, because I believe you know, you, ma'am, are one of those 10 exceptional folks. If you would just say, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Don't overanalyze. Don't overthink. Just say, all right, God, you've blessed me good. I'm hearing about this opportunity. I can make a real difference. I'm going to do it. If you'd get on the phone right now in the next couple of minutes, guys, I believe with all my heart that this need could be met uh, just so quickly. So to that end, going to give you those numbers one more time, and maybe even right now, uh, we could get our first couple of people on the phone. Uh, the toll-free number, if you're calling from uh, either a cell phone or a landline, is 855 855- Nine zero one forty six seventy three eight five five nine zero one forty six seventy three. Now, if you uh, are on your uh, in your car enjoying that. That's just beautiful Chicago traffic. I love coming to Chicago. I've got family in Chicago, and I used to live in Chicago. And uh, so I, I love coming to visit family. But come on, let's be honest. Do any of us uh, enjoy Chicago traffic? No. <laughs> no. Nope. Nada. Nope. But here's a way we can redeem that curse, right? You can, <laughs> you can take that downtime in your car right now. Grab your cell phone and dial pound 250. That's a phone call. Hashtag 250 and hit send. And then a computer will say, please say your keyword. And you simply say... I want to give. And that also will connect you to the operator. And inside of four minutes, you can uh, pledge whatever gift God's laid on your heart, $27 a month, uh, $320 one-time gift, $80, 160 
500, whatever God lays on your heart, you can make a difference. And we're just going to celebrate God's deliverance of uh, these 10 families uh, during our time together. So uh, we've been praying that uh, God will just bless and open people's hearts all across Chicagoland yeah. during our time together today and, and trusting that you'll go to the phone right now and, and make your gift. And I, and I want to emphasize, too, what you were saying to stop whatever it is you're doing. If you're doing the dishes or if you need to pull over the side of the road or I mean, I, the issue is so dire and so in our face. And you had mentioned earlier um, all the ways and I would encourage you 1160hope.com. Click on the banner. It's under four minutes. Uh, we can make a, not just a difference in these lives, but literally we're, we're saving lives. That's people caught in a crisis that I think, you know, where we're at, we have a hard time wrapping our brain around. And I would love to know just in a minute or two why, why you think, as you mentioned earlier, this is getting so little coverage. Like, why, why does it seem that media more or less is sort of silent in this? Well, I think, you know, uh, I mean, the fact of the matter is that our media is all about uh, accruing ears. And, you know, there are decision makers uh, in, in seats at media organizations that, uh, you know, that are focused on other things. And, and uh, you know, frankly, uh, and it's not just Haiti, uh, you know, it's not often that crises in the developing world get a whole lot of coverage until they just get really extreme or hmm. uh, incredibly uh, urgent. You know, like, uh, for example, uh, actually, you know, a number of experts uh, in uh, in the humanitarian and relief and development field have actually equated this crisis in Haiti. They've, they've labeled it a, a humanitarian crisis, hmm. uh, you know along the same lines of the devastating earthquake that hit Haiti in 2010. Now, you know, that was very emergent. It instantaneously killed, you know, 250,000 people, and that made a lot of news for a couple of weeks in the U.S. But this is kind of a quiet catastrophe. Yeah. It's been going on for a long time, but the suffering is no less real. You know, I mean, we, we're getting reports from uh, our employees at our Food for the Poor office there in Haiti of people lining the streets just, uh, you know, from dawn until dusk, simply waiting for water trucks to come by to give them a little squirt of water in a can so that they have enough water just to survive another day. Wow, it is crazy. that desperate. And that doesn't even talk about the food need. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the beauty, friend, is that you can reach into that situation and equip Food for the Poor along with our hundreds of employees and our thousands of uh, Christian partners all across the country to deliver food and water through the uh, infrastructure and the network that we've got there in place. So, the you know, the, the question is, uh, you know, and just I'm just going to lay it on the line, uh, you know, as followers of Christ, we uh, Will we kind of step out of our comfort zone and our busy lives for a second and say, all right, God, you know, you have me hearing this for a reason. I believe that and uh, I can do something about it. And you call and make your gift. Well, you're listening to Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. uh, And we are uh, trying to encourage you. Uh, a, to educate you about what's going on in the nation of Haiti and then uh, give you the opportunity uh, to provide food for a year and water for life. For $80 one-time gift does that for one child. $320 does it for an entire family. We are trying to support uh, and take care of 10 families today. You can do that at 1160hope.com. You can also do that by calling 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or on your cell phone, pound 250, and say, I want to give. Well, coming up next, Todd is going to continue to share some of the stories out of Haiti. Uh, you are listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Welcome back to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Alongside Ian Simpkins, my name is Brian Fromm. We're excited to have you with us today. Uh, today is a special day uh, as we continue to give you the opportunity uh, to give and support kids uh, 
who, who are just in unbelievable poverty, families in unbelievable poverty, uh, facing a, a legitimate humanitarian crisis in the nation of Haiti. And with that, uh, we are joined by Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. And uh, Todd, before the break, you were you were helping us paint a picture of the humanitarian crisis uh, going on. Could you continue to do that and just speak to just the scarcity of food and water in Haiti right now? Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, the number to call to get involved in saving these kids and saving these families, a couple ways you can do it. From your cell phone, you dial pound 250. Uh, that's not a text. Uh, it's actually a phone call. You dial hashtag 250 and then hit send on your mobile phone. And the system will ask you for a keyword or a phrase. And you just say the words, I want to give and say it as boisterously as you can. <laughs> I want to give. Right. And uh, the system will connect you to the, the call center. You can make your life saving gift right now. Uh, or if you're still at the office or at your uh, uh, at home on a landline, uh, you can call 855-901-4673. And we even have a solution for introverts. If you uh, don't want to talk to a human being, but you still want to save a life, <laughs> uh, we've got a solution that's called the Internet. I know they have that uh, here that. in Chicagoland. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, go to the 1160hope.com website. Big red banner. It says Saving Starving Families. You can click on that and enter your info right there. And still waiting for our first gift of the hour. So uh, would that be you right now? Could you get on board $80 to save one child, one-time gift, or you could do $27 a month for the next 12 months, and uh, that would save an entire family, giving them food for a year and uh, and water for life. So, you know, I've been blessed uh, to go to Haiti, uh, boy, I guess it's about a dozen times now in my years with Food for the Poor, and uh, I'll be honest, guys, before I came to work at Food for the Poor, I'd heard of Haiti, of course. I didn't completely live under a rock, but uh, maybe like a lot of people listening, I didn't really know much about Haiti, frankly, couldn't find it on a map. And so I Googled it, and uh, I was honestly kind of surprised to learn that it's really not that far from the U.S. It's about a 90-minute flight from Florida. Mm. And so, you know, you take off, and um, before you can even, you know, down your uh, your bag of peanuts and drink a Coke on the airplane, you're certainly not going to watch a movie, uh, you're landing in <laughs> the poorest country on this side of the world and man when you get off the plane uh, it is just absolutely soul crushing the level of poverty and you can just feel the despair among uh, the people there it's a it's a land mass uh, of about about the size of indiana and 11 million people uh, packed in there many of them live in the capital city of port-au-prince and it's just a hotbed of activity where people are just you know uh, just uh, you know shucking and jiving man they're selling stuff on the side of the roads mm. uh, trading things they're just trying every day desperately to scrape together a dollar maybe two dollars uh, in an effort to survive and you know one of the things that struck me on my, my first trips to haiti was um, just understanding the depth of the of the poverty and you look at all of these people working so hard just to survive, not to thrive, just to survive. Ooh. And I was just struck by the fact that, man, this is an exercise in futility. How are these people ever getting ahead? And, and they're really not. And so, you know, you, you add on to that now a three-year drought, understanding that in Haiti, which is largely outside of, uh, you know, Port-au-Prince, it's largely an agricultural and agrarian society. And most families only survive by what we call subsistence farming. And so they've got a little plot of land next to their little hut and they work that and they'll, they'll get enough food off that to feed their family and then maybe a little extra that they can sell and make a little money. And that's how most families survive. But with a drought, obviously nothing has grown 
for years wow. now. And so these families are starving. And then you add to that, uh, that on a, on a good time, you know, in a good, in a good era, uh, only about 20% of the population of Haiti has access to po- potable water. And now with the drought, it's far less than that. Wow. And, uh, you know, you don't have to be a, uh, you don't have to be Dr. Oz, uh, to know <laughs> that you can't live without water, right? right? I mean, three days without water and you die. Hmm. But here's the thing. Uh, two days after drinking contaminated water, you can die. Mm. Wow. And so, you know, these families are, are just struggling to get water, walking miles to get it. It's probably contaminated. So literally every drink of water is Russian roulette. They're playing with their lives. So I want you to imagine if you're a parent, just try to put your because I think this is what we need to do as Americans, because let's look, let's be honest, guys. We live in a bubble. We live a, a, a surreal, super uh, surreal existence. We really mm. do. Uh, but we don't know it because it's normal for us. Right. You know, I mean, think about your kitchen. Right. You got food in the fridge, food in the pantry. If you don't have anything to eat or anything that you want to eat, which is really the case, uh, you know, how many restaurants do you have within, uh, you know, a five minute drive of your house? Right. Or you can even pick up the phone and call Papa John's and you got a pizza at your door in like 15 minutes. You know, think about water. How many places in your water uh, in your house can you get water? Yeah. You know, multiple places just feet away. And uh, we don't have to be afraid of it. I mean, have you ever prayed over water that you drank from your tap at home? No. Have you ever said, God, please don't let this water make mm. me sick or yeah. kill me? No. We, so we live in this amazing, blessed, surreal existence. But that's not the situation in Haiti. And so I just I paint that picture because I think we need to become aware of how blessed we are and how deep the need is uh, of, of so many of our brothers and sisters so that we can find the motivation within us to say, wow, you know what? You're right. Todd, you're right, man. I've been so blessed and I hear about the need and I can do something about it. But, you know, rather than hear me talk about it, uh, I want to I want to just take a minute here and uh, play uh, something that I recorded from a mom on my most recent trip to Haiti. This is near, near Lon, and she's a beautiful, precious mom. And this is the struggle that she faces every day. When you pray to God, what do you say to Him about yourself and your family? I ask God for strength and courage with my kids. I know God doesn't ever give any pain without relief, so I ask Him to keep giving me strength to better raise my kids, maybe put someone on my path that'll make a difference in my life. Man, I love what she says there at the end of that. First of all, I mean, a couple things that I want to unpack. Number one, uh, the people of Haiti have such tremendous faith and such, uh, they're so resilient. They, they have such uh, incredible perseverance. I mean, if I had to live a day in Haiti, guys, I would die. You'd find me curled up in a fetal position in the corner, sucking my thumb, wishing to die. Mm. I mean, it's just that tough. But these people persist and they go on day after day, year after year, barely uh, surviving. But yet they have such faith and they they do the only thing that they can really do. They cry out to God for help. And I think the beautiful thing about these days of hope and the reason why I love going on radio stations all across America and telling these stories and giving voice to the voiceless uh, is because I want you to to rise to the high calling that all of us have when we wear the badge of Christian. Right. Mm. It's not just about uh, securing uh, 
even though we can't, you know, trying to secure our salvation and our place in heaven. It's about bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth and improving uh, the life and, sh- uh, you know, people in, in, in pain and, and suffering and showing Christ's love in transformative ways. And today, this moment right now is a beautiful, divine opportunity for you to do just that. Yep. And it's so incredibly simple. And guys, it's so incredibly inexpensive. So I just want to challenge three people right now to go to the phone, go online, and do whatever God lays on your heart. And that's how we're going to meet the need of these final 10 families. Absolutely. So you can do that again. $80, a one-time gift is food for a year and water for life for one child. Uh, do any multiple of that. $320 will feed an entire family of four for a year and give them water for life. You're transforming families. You're transforming communities in the nation uh, of Haiti. And a couple different ways you can do that. They're all very convenient. Go to 1160hope.com. That's 1160hope.com. And it's really, it's just staring at you as a red banner right there on the website. You just click. It's just a couple minutes. Uh, you can make your donation there. You can call 855 855- That's 855-901-4673. Or from your cell phone, you can hit pound 250. That's pound 250. When prompted, say, I want to give, and it'll take you right to the area uh, that you can do that. You can also give $27 a month. Uh, if eighty or twenty seven dollars, uh, one time gift or per month, uh, to feed a family of four. And uh, there's lots of different ways you can do this, but we would love to get uh, 10 families uh, covered today. Uh, And so hopefully you can be one of those people uh, to help out these kids today. Well, we're we're excited and thrilled to be joined by Todd Chapman, uh, a child advocate for Food for the Poor. Coming up next, Todd's going to stay with us and uh, just continue to tell us stories and continue to help us understand what's going on in Haiti. This is The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Welcome back to The Common Good on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Alongside Ian Simpkins, my name is Brian Fromm, and we're joined today uh, by Todd Chapman. Todd is a child advocate uh, for food for the poor. We are trying to raise money today uh, to feed children, to feed families, get them water uh, in the uh, nation of Haiti that is just ravaged right now by a humanitarian crisis beyond which many of us even know about. So before we jump back in, Ian, why don't you give us some of the particulars? Yeah, a couple of the ways that you can give. First, you can call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. You can also call pound 250. It's a phone call, not a text. Pound 250. And when prompted, just say as loudly as you can. Freak out the people next to you if you have to. <laughs> I want to give. In fact, maybe go do that in a crowded area because someone will ask, why are you just yelling, <laughs> I want to give, and then you'll have a chance to tell them <laughs> about what you're a part of. You can also go to 1160hope.com, click uh, Save Starving Families, and here, here's how it breaks down. Uh, a one-time gift of $80 is food for a year, water for life for one child, but the amount that's really convicting to me is the $320 first-time gift because that breaks down to $27 a month. And I don't have to try all that hard to think about the many, many things that I spend $27 a month on or more things that come to mind are like Netflix subscriptions and (laughs) Starbucks. And Todd was even mentioning earlier about like the amount of times we open our fridge, our pantries full of food and we'll say, Oh man, there's nothing to eat right now. Like just the, just the, Mm. the gut punch irony of like having drinkable water at our disposal at all time, $27 a month 
is not just saving one kid. It's an entire family, food for an entire year and water for the rest of their life. I, I think that what better thing could we give our time, our money, our resources toward? And, and Tom, you've been doing this work for nearly a decade now. I'm curious, how has even just your own like heart and posture changed since you've been doing work like this with Food for the Poor? Well, you know, I, I chuckle whenever uh, I'm asked that question because uh, I got to tell you, when uh, when I first started doing this and my first couple of trips into uh, Haiti and Guatemala and other countries in the developing world, uh, I mean, first of all, it, it's it's just incredibly moving. Um, but you have to be careful because. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit passionate, and so I can come home, <laughs> and I did come home on a number of occasions, uh, and at the time, we're empty nesters now, but at the time, we still had three kids at home, and uh, so y- you have this tendency to overreact, right? Yeah. It's like you go to the opposite extreme, and you start to rail against the machine and, and against your family, right, you know? right, right. and it's born out of a beautiful thing, because it's born out of this, this like acute awareness of how blessed you are, and how little so many people, as a matter of fact, the vast majority of the world just struggles to survive like our brothers in in Haiti do. You know, that's more the norm than the exception. Again, we live this surreal existence here in the U.S. But, you know, it's like case in point, I came home and at the time, uh, two of our our daughters were involved in gymnastics. And so they were going to the gym every day and mom mom's job was mom's taxi. And so she would uh, carpool with a group of, you know, uh, these gymnasts to and from the gym every day. And so I get in the uh, I get in the SUV on the weekend after a trip to Haiti, and I'm gonna you know vacuum it out, clean it out, and there's all these half drunk bottles of water mm. scattered about the the cab of the vehicle, and I just I like I lost it, I you know I truly did. It was it was a big fail moment as a dad, you know, because yeah. I like I came in with an armful of these of these half drunk water bottles, and I'm like, do you not understand <laughs> that there are children right now that are drinking out of slimy puddles in Haiti and they're getting sick and you're throwing away water and do you know how expensive you know and it just went off and and so that's you know one example but another another one was you know open you open the refrigerator door and then you slide that drawer out you know the one I'm talking about the rotter the rotter where food goes to where food goes to turn into penicillin right, right? So funny. <laughs> you know you you put the avocados in there because they were on special and like a week later you know they're 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 mold story of my life yes yes. yeah totally and so you know i'm like do you not understand there are people starving and we're wasting all this food and uh, you know so that's kind of like the humorous side of it but on a very serious note the the real human side of it was uh man it was just it was such a crushing experience to look into the eyes of of moms and dads Mm. that just like us they only want uh, their kids to thrive and to be yeah. healthy and to have a better life than they've had. And you realize that through no fault of their own, they just happen to be born in one of the poorest corners of the earth. And they live this life of struggle and they can't every night they have to go to bed to the cries of their children. They wake up every morning to another day of living the nightmare of not enough food, of having to walk miles yeah. for water, of not being able to find work or whatever work they can find. You know, it's it's at slave wages, literally. Mm. And so just as a as a human being, much less a Christian, you look at that and you can frankly, you can be overwhelmed by it. Yeah. You know, because it just seemed the problem seems so immense. It seems insurmountable. But I'm here to tell you, 10 years of working with food for the poor, uh, having seen the before and the after when God's people come on the scene. 
Love is transformative. Love changes everything, especially mm. the love of God. Mm. You know, when expressed and shown in practical, tangible ways, like food for a starving child, like clean, safe drinking water for a family, you know, like a, like a, a safe house for the first time in the life of a human being. It's absolutely amazing. And so, friends, I just want you to know that you have an incredible opportunity that God has you hearing this because he said, you know what, let's, would you do something really cool with me right now? I've, you know, I've just been so good to you. I've blessed you. Could you just take a little bit of what I've given to you and give so that another human being that's really, really hurting can feel my love. And, you know, it's my heart and prayer guys that to all my Christian brothers and sisters here in, in the U S I just wish that, that uh, honestly, I wish I could take every person listening with me to Haiti because it's such an eye-opening, soul-opening experience. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but I, I, I don't believe we have to go there to understand the need and the difference that, that you know God can make through us. And uh, that difference comes when you actually take action in a moment like this, when you say, okay, you know what? I'm in, man. I'm going to give $80. I'm going to do that, $27 a month. Uh, and, uh, you know, to, to your point, uh, you know, earlier, the reality is, yeah, we spend a lot of we spend 27 bucks on a lot of stuff that yeah. doesn't have any eternal significance at all. Yeah. And we don't even think about it. But the reality is most of us probably don't even have to sacrifice or give anything up yeah. to meet the need of one of these families. God has blessed us that much. So, friend, would you take action right now? Don't overanalyze. Don't overthink it. Just just say, man, God, I know you want me to do this, and I'm going to do it right now. Absolutely. You can do that by going to 1160hope.com. That's 1160hope.com. And right there, uh, you'll see a big red banner that says Saving Starving Families, Help Feed Starving Children, Food for the Poor. Just click on that, uh, and you can easily navigate your way through it. It's just a couple minutes, and you'll be able to give. You can call 855 901 Four six seven three. That's eight five five nine zero one four six seven three. If you've got your cell phone, you can just hit pound two fifty, and then when prompted, say I want to give, or as Ian said, just yell it. <laughs> just say I want to give, and then you'll be uh, you'll go right to somebody who can take uh, your donation. And let me remind you of, of just the small amounts of money that we're asking for. $80 uh, one-time gift would provide food for a year and water for life for one child. $320 one-time gift is food for a year and water for life for a family of four. Uh, and 320 can sound like a lot. That's $27 a month. That's less than a dollar a day. Uh, and that's what you are providing. Just think of the, the ways that we spend that in our own lives now. And to know that now you can put that money. We all want our money to be used towards eternal purposes. And to know that you can do that simply by calling 855-901-4673 or going to 1160hope.com. It's that simple. Uh, and you could change a life in the nation of Haiti uh, today. Well, coming up next here on The Common Good, we are going to continue uh, this compelling conversation with Todd Chapman. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Welcome back to The Common Good on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Alongside Ian Simpkins, my name is Brian Fromm. We're glad that you're joining us today. We are also joined today by Todd Chapman. Todd is a child advocate for Food for the Poor, and uh, we are trying to wrap up the campaign with Food for the Poor to feed uh, 
26, or I'm sorry, 36 families uh, in Haiti as they go through a three-year drought, a, a legitimate humanitarian crisis. And so let me give you some of the reminders again. Uh, you can go to 1160hope.com. That's 1160hope.com. Or you can call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or their last option is on your cell phone, you can hit pound 250 pound 250 and say i want to give when prompted uh, and that will take you where you need to go 80 dollar one-time gift will provide food for a year and water for life for one child a 320 dollar one-time gift will do the same for a family of four that's 27 dollars a month uh, and there's really no capping on what you can give if if you uh, are somebody who's been blessed with a lot of money if you are part of a company or a corporation that gives to a charity, uh, blow us away. Uh, each of these um, will go towards families in Haiti. And Todd, we're often asked when we do these, and I'm sure you're asked all the time uh, about percentages. Can you assure people if they were to give uh, how much of their money is actually going to help kids in, in Haiti? Yeah, Food for the Poor is one of the most efficient uh, charities in uh, operation. Uh, you know, 37 years, uh, God's just blessed us with amazing partnerships and amazing uh, just opportunities and blessings. For example, uh, much of the food that you're helping to provide is actually donated to Food for the Poor. Wow. And so, you know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the costs that normally are the money would, that would normally have to go just to buy the food, the food's been donated. So, you know, that allows us to provide these meals so much more cost effectively because we just ask our donors pretty much just to pay for the shipping expense and then uh, great partnerships and water. So when it's all, uh, you know, and, and it varies from year to year, depending on cost of goods and transportation and things like that. But uh, over 90 percent of your gift, and it usually hovers in the low to mid 90s uh, percentile of your gift actually goes to the people that uh, God has called you to help. And so that's pretty amazing. If you do any homework, uh, you know, on charities and efficiencies, you'll know that anything over 80 percent is considered very, very good, very mm-hmm. favorable. And and gets very high marks, and food for the poor is, is well above that. So you know uh, you can trust that your money is being stewarded uh, very, very well. And, you know, another thing that I wanted to, to share, too, is that Food for the Poor is uh, we're a faith-based organization. We don't get government funding. We're not getting government grants or anything like that. Food for the Poor for more than 37 years has been built out of the uh, compassion and generosity of people just like you that give, you know, uh, $100 here, $200 there. It's it's really built on millions of people that just say, you know what, uh, I, I take at face value what the Bible says mm-hmm. uh, in Matthew 25 about doing unto the least of these. And uh, they, they put that into action. And so I would just encourage you to not hold back. Uh, no gift is too small and certainly no gift is too big. Whatever God lays on your heart would love for you to bring that right now. And guys got to celebrate because Sunil uh, from Geneva just called uh, 855-901-4673 and didn't save just one family, didn't even save just two families, gave an $800 gift. Whoa, all right. Is that amazing? That's awesome. 10 people getting that life-saving food uh, for a year and water for life. So it's about two and a half families if you want to look at it that way. So that brings our our number down in terms of families on our list that we uh, are asking the 11th Hope family to, to provide for. Uh, we're down to, let's call it, seven families to go. So I would love it if we could get that number down uh, before this hour expires in the next seven or eight minutes. Could we hear from you and two other people at that $27 a month giving level? Or if you just want to do it lump sum, like Sunil did, just a $320 one-time gift, 
and that would be three more families checked off the list. Imagine the joy. Can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? Just try to put yourself there for a second. So you, you know, you've been, you've been struggling. You've been praying for rain, not just for weeks or months, but for years. And you've watched as your little garden, uh, died. And I talked to so many families when I was there in Haiti the last time. These are families that live off the land and things have gotten so desperate that they actually sold off their, their, shovels and their hoes and their rakes all the implements they used you know that they needed to farm their little plot of land they got so desperate that they finally said well there's no rain and i don't have any seeds anyway so i'm just going to sell these farming implements just to provide another day's worth of food Hmm. and so now one one dad told me he said even when the rains come back that's not going to solve our problem instantaneously because, you know, we're going to have to find a way to buy seed yeah. and we're going to have to replace those implements so that we can start farming again. So this is a problem that even when the rain begins to fall and I'm praying every day that that rain will come, uh, you know, this problem is not going to go away anytime soon. And so that's why it's so important, so helpful that you stand with food for the poor, because food for the poor has been in Haiti for more than 30 years, wow. standing arm in arm with our pastor brothers, with our, our parachurch organization sisters, all denominations, uh, just ministering Jesus in a tangible way. But I, I got to tell you, you are the hero in this story. You are the hero because, you know, it, it's like it's like a car. You can have the best car in the world, right? Uh, you can have like a Porsche. You can have a Ferrari. You can have a, you know, a Lamborghini. You, get, you can have a really nice ride, man. But if you don't have any gas to put in that thing, it's just a lawn ornament. It's mm-hmm. not doing anything. So a food for the poor is a car. You are the fuel for the car. If any good comes through food for the poor, it's only because people like you say, you know what? I'm going to get involved and here's what I can bring. So friends, this is your moment as we get ready to take another break. You and two others right now on the phone or online with your best gift. Can you do it right now to save the lives of more families in Haiti? Praying that you would respond. It's 855 901 4673-855-901-4673. I was looking at the the totals for our, uh, this campaign so far. And uh, I think, guys, I think you've got a lot of introverts in your audience. You've got a lot of very intellectual, (laughs) introspective people because most people are giving online at 1160hope.com. And that's totally fine with us. You know, we just, we don't care how you give. We just care that you give. So whatever works for you, but would you do it right now? Because we want to save the remainder of these families today. And again, that number is 855-901-4673 or 1160hope.com. And just click on that button, Feed Starving Families. And uh, one of the things that I'm challenged by, honestly, even just hearing about that most recent gift like that, I literally sat up in my chair like, what an incredible thing mm. to to know that we're on this journey together with people. And I thought about, so this amount that we're, we're really focusing on, this $320 one-time gift or $27 a month. Uh, that's a family of four. I'm wondering, like, people in small groups even, call yeah. up the people in your small group and say, what if each of us, like, took care of a family, ourselves? You got eight different families represented in your small group. What if you all called up, maybe one person led the charge, said, hey, I'm, I'm going to pay the amount. You can Venmo me your family's amount. Let's together make a difference in eight families. Like, what if we gathered together with the people that were diving into the word together week in and week out and said, hey, let's make a tangible difference uh, where there's this huge, massive need that I'm hearing about on the radio right now, or I'm listening to in the podcast, whatever it is. Let's, let's be a part of saving lives. 855-901-4673. 
1163 or 1160hope.com. And Todd, just in the minute or so that we have left, I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more about what you said just a second ago about linking arms with the local church, about how you partner with churches that are already on the ground there in Haiti. Yeah, so from the very beginning, 37 years ago, when Food for the Poor was born in Jamaica, uh, you know, the story behind Food for the Poor is there was a family that was in the import-export business. And one day, our founding uh, father, uh, uh, Mr. Mafood, was walking to work, and he just decided to give some food to a beggar on the street. And uh, it felt so good. He was just like, I'm going to keep doing this. And pretty soon, Food for the Poor was born. And so now, 37 years later, you know, still here ministering to people. But he knew it from that very moment that it had to be more than just humanitarian aid. It had to be food and water coupled with the gospel. And so he said, we've got to do this in partnership yeah. with the local church. And that's the way it's always been. And that's the way it always will be. That's awesome. You're listening to Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. When we come back... Uh, Todd's going to continue to talk to us about that humanitarian crisis in Haiti and what we as the church and as Christ followers can do about it. That's The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. It's time for a conversation about the things we share in common. Our common hopes, our common fears, our common struggles. Together, we'll wrestle with the questions that we all have about the issues that affect our lives. This is The Common Good. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Fromm and Ian Simpkins. Welcome back to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Alongside Ian Simpkins, my name is Brian Fromm. We are joined today by Todd Chapman. Todd is a child advocate for Food for the Poor. Uh, and we have been partnering with Food for the Poor over the last couple of weeks uh, in an attempt uh, to provide life-saving food and water for 36 families in Haiti suffering under the yoke of a three-year drought and a humanitarian crisis. Uh, and you can give in a couple different ways. The way uh, you can go to 1160hope.com. That's 1160hope.com. You'll see the banner, the big red banner right there. Uh, you can't miss it. You can call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or on your cell phone, you can hit pound 250 and say, I want to give. Again, pound 250 uh, and say, I want to give. $80, a one-time gift of $80, feeds a a child for a year and provides water for life. Just consider that. Food for a year. And Water for Life, $320 does that for a family of four. That's only $27 a month. $27 a month, less than a dollar a day. And you can make that sort of tangible, eternal impact in the life of a family. So, Todd, we're really excited to have you again uh, with us to talk about what's going on in Haiti. Could you unpack for us? I'm always fascinated by how, for that little amount of money, can you actually give uh, water for life? How does that actually work? Yeah, so uh, uh, for every $80 gift that you give to Food for the Poor, when you call 855-901-4673, so uh, roughly 5 or $6 of every $80 gift that you bring goes to provide the water. And uh, we work with Water Missions International. This is a group, uh, another nonprofit, and they are experts in water. I mean, it's their jam. It's what they do, right? <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, 
there's a lot of ways that you can address a water need. Now, one of the ways would be you can truck in water. And it, and actually, right now, we're having to do some of that in Haiti because the the water need is so acute. So we are actually sending water trucks out uh, and just driving along the streets and the roads, you know, just uh, filling up people's containers because it's that desperate. But normally wow. what we do, and this is the, yeah, right? Uh, this is the ideal solution, is we work with Water Missions International, and we go into a community. They go in there with their, their geology and hydrologists and whatever ologists they need <laughs> and uh, they f- they look at the the water table they figure out you know is uh, how far down is the water table is there a stream or a natural water source nearby that maybe we could tap to get the water is the water good is it brackish is it you know uh, what can we do with uh, with this and so they figure out the best solution and it's going to be different in every situation uh, so largely most of what we do is we either sink a well uh, into the water table if the water table is good and we can reach it uh, and and that's going to pump out 10,000 or so gallons of water a day uh, for decades to come. So it is a permanent long-term solution. So it's it's actually water for an entire community for $5 roughly wow. per capita wow. in that area. I mean, you talk about a cost-effective solution, yeah. right? I mean, that's truly water for life. Or sometimes, particularly in Haiti, because so much of the water table is actually contaminated, uh, it's either brackish or because of the lack of sanitation systems there, uh, it's polluted with a lot of, um, you know, uh, feces and excrement and things mm. like that. So what we need to do is we actually have to purify it. And in that case, we build a solar powered chemical water filtration unit uh, and uh, we train the people how to use it. And again, this is a similar type of output. It'll it'll crank out 10,000 gallons a day of pristine drinking water powered by the sun. It's going to last 30 to 40 years. And if anything ever goes wrong, something breaks uh, or, you know, the water table uh, dries up or whatever, we're going to go back in and rectify that situation. So, I mean, think about that for a second, guys. Five dollars per capita to provide water for life. Amazing. That is it. Yeah. So even if we were saying, you know, from my vantage point, uh, you know, even if you were you told me, hey, would you be willing to give water for life to a human being for 40 uh, for, you know, for for 80 dollars? I'd be like, yeah, are you kidding? I'm all over that. Yeah. But when you when you say that's food for a year, two meals a day through a, pe- a feeding program and water for life for that 80 dollars, I think it just speaks to the uh, to the efficiency of, of food for the poor and our partners. Uh, but also it speaks to the significant literally life-saving difference you can make for, you know, a, a really a paltry sum of, wa- of of money. So now I did some math in the break, uh, and uh, math is not my strong suit, but I have a calculator, so I figured it out. <laughs> so, so here's where we are. Final hour, we're about 50 minutes away from the program. There are 20 people left on our list, 20 people or call it eight families. So there's a couple ways that we can that we can skin this pig the way I see it. OK, so we can we can look for 20 people, you and 19 others that would say, you know what, I'm in to save a child and you're going to give an $80 one time gift. OK, and if you even wanted to break that down monthly, you know how much that is a month? Mm-mm. Come on. Fast, fast, fast. Never mind. I did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's you so much. Six, you're welcome. It's six dollars and sixty six cents. Oh, but that's not a good number for nope, Christian no, radio, right? No, I got, I got, un- I got uncomfortable at that exact moment. I, exactly. You squirmed a little bit. I saw it. So we're going to round that up to $7. So let's call it $7 or maybe like, that's probably a venti frou-frou uh, coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> he right? knows my order. A small one. Yeah, exactly. a small one. Right? Exactly. 
So, so guys, this we I mean, we could be celebrating a, a, a miracle here in the next couple minutes. If we could just find 20 people that would say, you know what? Oh, man, come on. Seven dollars a month. I could do that for the next mm-hmm. 12 months, whether you do it one time or on a monthly basis. We don't care about that. All we care is that you respond. So that's one, one way we could do it. Or maybe you just want to say, you know what? I'm in for the family and we're going to do twenty seven dollars a month. We can trust God for that. But whatever you can do. Uh, could we just take care of this right now? There are thousands of people, uh, you know, just blessed Christians all across Chicagoland. You're in your car. You're driving home. You're probably thinking about what we're going to throw on the grill when we get home tonight. Mm. My wife just texted me, and she's like, hey, I'm coming home. Do you have time to grill chicken? I'm like, no, I'm I'm on the radio with Chicago. Uh, she's like, okay, I'm going to get Thai food. So, you know, she took my order. She's going to come home with Thai food. That sounds right? nice. Yeah, it does. it's going to be good. So but I'll tell you, my meal, your meal would taste so much better if we knew that these remaining 20 kids are going to have that life-saving food and water that they need. So can we just do this right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, this should take like, what, five minutes, five minutes, and this could be solved. But here's here's the issue, guys. And this is what's really kind of heartbreaking for me as a Christian here in America. I, I just think somehow in our Western theology and our American theology, We've we've somehow wrongly and, you know, you're pastors, so maybe you can shoot me down on this. But this is my interpretation is just a layman. But I just feel like somehow our theology as it relates to serving the poor has kind of gotten whacked. Mm-hmm. And somehow we've we've arrived at this idea that that serving our poor brothers and sisters, caring for orphans and widows, the least of these, as Jesus called them in Matthew 25, is somehow optional. Mm But I think you would agree with me that when we look to Scripture and we look at so many Scriptures that talk about caring for orphans and widows, not Mm -hmm. being soiled by the world, making a difference, feeding the poor, clothing the naked, visiting people in prison, you know, visiting the sick, it's not optional. As a matter of fact, when I, you know, when I look at a passage of Scripture here, uh, real quickly, let me pull it up. This is the one that really speaks to me. Uh, it's, It's Ephesians 2, verse 10 where it says it's God himself who has made us what we are, and he's given us new lives through Christ Jesus. And long ages ago, another translation says, while we were still you know, being knit together in our mother's wombs, God planned that we should spend these lives helping others. Mm-hmm. He, he had good works for us to do that he ordained for us before we were even born. Yeah. That like blows my mind. And I don't know about you, but as a follower of Jesus, I, I just want to be worthy of, of bearing that name. Yeah. And I think a huge part of that is how we respond in moments like this when we hear about a brother or sister in need and we say, you know what, I'm not just going to say, oh, that's too bad. I'm I'm sure someone will help. We're going to be the one who actually does the helping. And this is that moment. That's right. Not just to be the one, but to be the one right now to not say, oh, I'll, right. I'll get to it or I'll put that on the to do list. But to stop whatever we're doing, do it right now. You can call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. You can also hit pound 250. Call that. It's a phone call when prompted. Just say, I want to give. You can say it boisterously if you'd like that. <laughs> cause a stir with the people around you. Maybe they'll join you in giving. Also, go to 1160hope.com. Click on the Saving Starving Families banner. And don't even just do that. Let's make this thing go viral. Post it on Facebook. Yeah. Post it on Twitter. Let's let's create a buzz around not just a cause or a movement, but literally saving lives. And for $320, a one-time gift, food for a year, water for life for a family of four. That comes out to $27 a month, less than a dollar a day. Maybe we set aside $1 every morning as a part of our morning ritual as this Mm -hmm. reminder that, man, I won't even feel that. 
And that'll that'll literally save lives of the people in Haiti. Yeah. So we're excited to be joined again by Todd Chapman. When coming back, uh, we're going to talk more about what's going on in Haiti and what we can do to help. That's on The Common Good here on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Welcome back to The Common Good on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Alongside Ian Simpkins, my name is Brian Fromm. We're glad that you're joining us for a special show today as we are talking to Todd Chapman, a child advocate for food for the poor. You may remember a couple weeks ago, we kicked off a campaign uh, looking to provide life-saving food and water for families suffering under the yoke of a three-year drought and humanitarian crisis in Haiti. Uh, we're looking to support them through food for the poor. So for $80, a one-time gift of $80, you can give food for a year and water for life for one child. Just think about that. You can feed a child for an entire year and provide life-saving water for their entire life for just 80 a one-time gift of $80. That's $27 a month. Or for $320, you can do that for an entire family, for a family of four. Uh, we had somebody earlier give $800 just multiplying the number of kids and families that are being helped. So you can give to whatever level you feel comfortable to give to. And there's a couple different ways you can do that at 1160hope.com. That's 1160hope.com. You'll see that right there, right when you get on the website, you'll see the red banner. Or you can call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or on your cell phone, call pound 250. And when prompted, say, I want to give and you'll be able to give multiple different ways to do it. What we're asking you is to do one of them is to give and to support these kids. And Todd, I think one of the most powerful things when you are on, or when Paul Jacobs was on a couple weeks ago, is just to say, you guys have been there. Just tell us a story. Tell us a story about uh, something you experienced in Haiti and the difference that you see food for the poor making. Yeah. You know, I've been so blessed because I've, uh, I've been to Haiti about a dozen times and I've been to uh, a number of the other countries where food for the poor works. And so I've been blessed to see the before picture and I've been blessed to see the after picture. And so people ask me all the time when we get to, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time on airplanes and in airports and inevitably I end up in conversations uh, and tell people what I do. And they're like, you know, man, it just seems like, uh, you you know, there's so many people that are so poor. How do you how do you tackle it? You know, does it really make a difference? And I can tell people, look them in the eye and say, you know, it does make a difference. And here's why, because I've walked in villages. Well, here's, here's a great example. So uh, there's a little town called Kadwa in central Haiti. And uh, we first went there. This must have been about five years ago. And uh, we went in there. We took some uh, radio people like you and just to show them our work. And this community was basically just slowly dying. About 3,000 people nestled right in the heart of the jungle in the middle of Haiti. And uh, they, their housing, their houses were falling down around them. Mm. Uh, they were surrounded by sugar cane, but they had no way to cut down that sugar cane and process it in some form that they could then take you know, to market and sell it. So they had all this potential income, but no way to turn it into money. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the, the the biggest need that they had actually was they needed water. They had no clean water source. The only water source in that community of 3000 people was literally a slimy little uh, like puddle spring kind of thing that was contaminated. And uh, they just they couldn't drink it. And so they would have to walk miles oh. one way. 
just to get water. And if you've ever carried water, you know how, how hard that is, right? It's really heavy. And uh, so just a huge hardship. And so we went in there, and like we do every time we go into a community that needs help, we ascertain the needs, and then we set up a, a plan, right? And we say, okay, well, first of all, we got to deal with water first, and then we're going to deal with a way to help them uh, derive income by processing the sugar cane and, and take that to market, and then we'll, we'll deal with the housing. And that's slowly how we revitalize these communities. Mm-hmm. And it really is a, a, a turnaround miracle. But uh, so we started the work uh, going. I was back in that village about six months later. And as we drove back in, uh, now keep in mind, we had to hike in the very first time we went. There wasn't a road to get back there. We we walked wow. in about a mile from the main from the nearest road. Hmm. And so as we're, we're approaching the community again, uh, I'm like, this doesn't look right. And it was it was obviously a new road. And so I turned to one of our project managers, and I'm, I'm like, oh, it's cool that we put a road in here. He's like, we didn't put this road in. I'm like, what are you talking about? Roads just don't mysteriously appear. Right. He's like, no, the villagers put this road in because they wanted to facilitate us getting our vehicles and our trucks in to bring you know, the work into the community. Wow. And so I thought, well, that's really cool because they didn't have bulldozers and stuff like that. I mean, they went and they hacked out, you know, a couple miles of road just with with shovels and hose and by hand. And so, you know, it just showed their anticipation and the fact that they were invested in the transformation that was going to come to their community. Then as we got a little bit closer uh, there, I noticed there was a crowd of people across the road up in front of us. And Sometimes in Haiti, it can be kind of volatile because people are really desperate. And so there's you'll, right. you'll get situations of civil unrest. And so your first thought is, so oh, this might not be good. <laughs> but as we got closer, the windows were down in the vehicle and I could hear music and people singing. And so we stopped about 50 yards away from what we realized was a group of people uh, that were actually singing and waving palm fronds. And, man, I will get choked up to this day when I tell this story, because these people were celebrating the deliverance that had been brought to their community, mm. not through food for the poor, but by God through Christians just like you. Wow. And, and, friends, I'm here to tell you, we don't talk enough about miracles. Miracles do happen every day. Lives are transformed formed every day and God invites us to be he wants us desperately to be his hands and feet in making that happen and how does that happen in moments like this this is the genesis of a miracle right now when you hear about a need and you hear about how you can contribute to the meeting that need to the glory of God and to the benefit of our brothers and sisters and you say you know what man I am all in on this yeah. tell me tell me what it costs and then I hope like me when I tell you that look it's what you want it to be if if you can give seven bucks a month fifty dollars one time a five hundred dollar gift you can be a part of bringing a miracle right now and guys, I just think as followers of Jesus, man, we need to get all lit up about that, right? Yeah, yeah. We need to get excited about that. We need to be celebrating and not just saying, well, I guess I could give. I mean, I could probably <laughs> come up with, you know, eight, well, 80 bucks. Yeah, I guess. I, no, man, we should be going, eight, only $80? Absolutely. God has blessed me so abundantly. I will rejoice as I give this $80 yeah. and just thank God for this beautiful opportunity that he has extended to me and my family. That's what God, I think, is talking about when he says, be a cheerful giver, yeah. right? Be grateful for the opportunity to give and be a part of showing God's love. So that's what we get to do right now. And we're only 20 people away from having all of the people checked off on the list yeah. that we brought to the 1160 Hope audience. So what? It, it's a simple question, guys. So, so it's 80 people, or I'm sorry, it's 20 people uh, at $80 a piece. Or if you just want it in dollars, we have $1,600 left. 
mm-hmm. that we need to raise before this hour expires. And then we're done. And we can celebrate a job well done and every, we yeah. can high five each other. And, <laughs> you know, it'll be it'll be awesome. It's yeah. going to be great. So I'm just asking right now, what part of that can you be? And will you do it right now? You can go to the phone. You can go online. And in just a few minutes, you can be a part of this miracle that God is bringing to these people in Haiti. That's right. Again, that number is 855-901-4673. Maybe you didn't have a pen handy. Run and grab it right now. It's 855 855- 901-4673 or pound 250 call that number when prompted say as loud as you can freak the people out next to you i want to give or you can go to our website right now 1160hope.com click the uh, save starving families right there takes less than four minutes we are calling on our audience now to be a people of action because it, is, it isn't just about meeting a need all throughout scripture too. Jesus and Paul are saying things like, man, it is actually in generosity that we find that we truly have. Paul yeah. says, man, mm. teach them not to put their hope in their wealth, right. but to be rich and generous so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Anyone I've ever known that extends generosity, they'll tell you that it actually does something to our hearts as right. well. It's, mm. it's about meeting a need, but it's also about, oh, there's something to this generosity thing of loosening our white knuckled grip of our stuff for just $80, right? $7 a month. You can, you can save a kid food for a year, water for life for three twenty. That's a family of four. That's only $27 a month. And maybe honestly, someone listening right now, they heard the $1,600 amount and they're like, well, I could take care of that right now. Yep. Yeah. Like we won't, we won't even miss that. We'll cut the check right now. Pick up the phone, 855-901-4673 or 1160hope.com and click the Save Starving Families button now. Yep. So that's what we're doing today. We are trying to uh, feed kids, feed families, provide them with water for a lifetime. It is, uh, it is a, an important work and one that we want to invite you in. Well, we're going to continue with Todd Chapman uh, when we come back to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Welcome back to The Common Good on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life, alongside Ian Simpkins. My name is Brian Fromm, and we are being joined today by Todd Chapman. Todd is a child advocate for Food for the Poor. Uh, He's worked for Food for the Poor for nearly 10 years. And uh, Food for the Poor is an organization that we here at AM 1160 uh, regularly partner with, we believe in, and they're doing great work right now, specifically in the nation of Haiti. Uh, which is going through a three-year drought and just a humanitarian crisis. Uh, and so we're trying to do our part uh, to help alleviate the pain and the poverty going on over there. So here's how you can do that. For $27 a month or $320 a one-time gift for the year, uh, you can provide food for a year and water for life for a family of four. That's not uh, just a little bit, but for a year and for life. That is an enormous deal. $80 one-time gift will do food for a year and water for life for one child. And so we think there's people out there he, who can do that. And if you're one of those people, uh, go to 1160hope.com and you can click on the banner. It's very obvious as to where to click. Or you can call 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or pound 250. Uh, say, I want to give. Uh, again, when prompted at pound 250, say, I want to give. And Todd, uh, if you could speak to the people out there, and you referenced them earlier, but the people who are thinking, uh, somebody else that will take care of this, 
uh, or they're debating right now. Should I give? Should I not? Could you speak to those people right now? Well, you know, I think uh, you, you touched on it earlier uh, when you, you know, you talked about uh, the kind of the hallmark of people that give. And, you know, it's interesting because I was looking through the list of people that have already given to this campaign earlier in the month. And uh, there's a little column uh, when you call the call center, they'll ask you, hey, have you given to food for the poor before? Or is this your first time? And that comes up in my list of people. And I was really uh, I was pleased and, and gratified to see that probably about 80 percent of the folks that have participated so far in helping our, our brethren in, in Haiti uh, indicate they've given to food for the poor before. Hmm. And, and I love that because it tells me a couple things. Number one, it tells me that uh, it confirms that, you know, what I believe to be true uh, when we look to the word of God, where giving begets giving. Right. Once we understand the power of giving and that we really are never more like uh, our Heavenly Father, than when we are giving, because God is the ultimate giver, and we are created in His image, and so He created us to be generous and compassionate and loving, just like He is, right? And so I love that, because I love when people give, and I see it time and time again, people that give, whether it be to Food for the Poor or their church or other charities, they tend to do it over and over and over again. Mm. And so I love that so many people are, are, are you know, have said, yeah, I, I love it. I, I love that I get to be a part of this and they understand the power and the blessing of giving. And they also, I think, believe because, you know, as you uh, join with Food for the Poor, uh, we're going to, of course, you know, add you to our mailing list, not just to solicit you for more money. Obviously, that's, uh, you know, a part of it. If, we, if you believe in what we do, we want to encourage you to give more and help us uh, continue our work. But you get these amazing stories of the difference that your compassion, your generosity is making. And I just think that fuels the machine, right? People are like, oh, man. I get to be a part of that. God is using me in that, and I absolutely love that. So, you know, I I just want to encourage you. Maybe you're sitting there right now, and maybe you have never before given to uh, an international charity. Maybe it just hasn't computed for you, but maybe you've been listening to us today, and you're like, you know, these guys are making a this, – this Todd dude, he's making a kind of compelling case, uh, <laughs> and maybe I should give this a try. Would you just stick your toe in the water? Whatever that looks like for you, $25 one-time gift, give a $27 one-time gift, you know, provide a, provide a month's worth of food for one member of, of, uh, of one of these families, and then just see what God does with that in your life. I fully believe with all my heart that God will bless you, you'll feel so good. Uh, that you'll want to do it again and again and again. Yeah. And you will be the, re- the recipient of, of a generous spirit because God has put that that seed in all of us, right? Sometimes yeah. I think, honestly, guys, I think sometimes, because I know I'm guilty of this, man, I will rationalize and logic my way out of so many amazing things that God wants to do through me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I think that's what I really think that's what Jesus was talking about when he talked about so many places in the Bible where he talked about, you know, uh, the, the, the heart and the mind of a child. Right. Because kids don't get bogged down in the logic and the rationale and all that stuff. They see a need and they're like, oh, I should I, we should help them. Right. And so I, I love that. And that's the spirit that God wants all of us as his children to have, no matter how old we get. He just he, he wants us to just go, you know what? Here's a need. Here's how you can help. OK, God, I'm all over that. Yeah. Thank you for letting me have the opportunity to do this. But so yeah, here's where we are. Um, and I, I want to give it. I did a little bit more math uh, in our last break. So here, <laughs> let me let me put it to you another from another angle. If I told you maybe you're a bargain hunter. All right. And you like a good deal when you see it. I'm done. And so, you know, I'm, I'm tighter than two coats of paint, right? So I'm always, looking for, I'm always looking for a good deal. So if I were to tell you that you could exchange one meal knowing that it would provide 
240 meals, would you make that exchange? Hmm. I think most people, even if you're not Dutch, you'd say, well, that sounds like a good deal to me. (laughs) Explain. So here's the math. If you give, let's say you went out to dinner, just you and your spouse, okay? Mm -hmm. Not even the whole family. I'm not even talking the whole family. Go out to dinner at a decent restaurant. I mean, look, even Chick-fil-A. Okay, you don't even have to go to a sit-down place. It's going to hit you for, what, 25 30 bucks without too much trouble, right, for one meal. All right? Yep. Can we all agree on that? Yep. Yes, sir. If you took that money for that one meal and said, I want to exchange this and give it to Food for the Poor, do you realize it turns into 240 meals wow. for one of these precious families? Hmm. $27 a month equals 240 meals for that month. Wow. And guys, let's take it a step further. Uh, I was reading a stat recently that just blew my mind. Um, and it's on the internet, so it must be true. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but the average American family now spends more money eating out on a monthly basis than we spend on groceries. Whoa. That's just the world we live in. Convenience, yeah. right? Expediency. Most, right, you know, a lot right. of us, too, you know, both parents working outside the home. Kids are busy. You know what? Just bring Thai. Get pizza. Whatever. It's easy. I don't feel like firing up the grill. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, nothing wrong with that. But the reality is for less than we would spend if we take the family out for dinner tonight, for far less than we would spend on that one meal, you can be blessing a family that is that is just throwing up prayers like crazy and have been for months now. God, please, just another day of food, just another meal of food. Mm. Please, God, provide. You can answer that prayer for less than one meal for your family. So I would challenge you, Mom. I would challenge you, Dad. Make this a teachable moment for your kids. Mm. Change the trajectory of your family and sit them all down and say, hey, you know, kids, we normally go out to dinner on Wednesday uh, every week. But you know what? For the next 12 months, we're not going to do that. We're going to take that money and we're going to give it to food for the poor. And with it, they are going to provide a family with life-saving food and water. And you're, and talk about that with your kids as you enjoy PB&J that night, right? Yeah. Or mac and cheese or whatever. And make it a teachable moment for your kids. You will instill in them a value that will change their life, that will change their spirit. And it's going to be so powerful on so many levels. Good for your family. A miracle for a family in Haiti. So, yeah. I, you know, just a challenge to you there. This is a beautiful opportunity. But we are so, so, so close. We're only 20 uh, kids away from having all of these needs met. So could you get on board right now? 855-901-4673. 855-901-4673. Uh, or if you're still at the office because you don't leave until the traffic uh, thins out, uh, just go to 1160hope.com and you can take care of this in two minutes right there online. Absolutely. So again, that number is 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673 or online at 1160hope.com. That's 1160hope.com. You'll see the banner right there. We've got uh, about 15 minutes left here, and we really want to finish strong. So if you're kind of debating right now, if you're thinking about it, uh, let us encourage you. Pick up that phone. Get online. Uh, let's take care of some kids and some families. Well, as we said, uh, we are coming down the home stretch here, but we're going to spend some more time with Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor. This is The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Welcome back to The Common Good on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life, alongside Ian Simpkins. My name is Brian Fromm, and we are joined today uh, by Todd Chapman, a child advocate for Food for the Poor, uh, as we continue to try to get children and all whole families supported. 
Uh, food for a year and water for life. So you can give $80 one-time gift. We'll give food for a year and water for life for one child uh, in Haiti. Haiti is going through a humanitarian crisis uh, that is beyond belief. Uh, and that's the help you can give. $27 a month or $320 a year. Uh, food for a year and water for life for an entire family of four. You can do that by going to 1160hope.com or 855-901-4673. That's 855-901-4673. Or pound 250. If you have a cell phone, go pound 250. Say, I want to give uh, and at, at when you're prompted, and then you'll be able to give. Well, Todd, uh, your stories have been so powerful uh, personal stories, but also just stories from the ministry in Haiti. So um, over this next segment, if you could just tell us some more stories, help us yeah. understand what's going on and what, what can be done. Yeah, I would love to. Thanks. Uh, and uh, thanks, guys, for uh, allowing us to uh, to come on your air and, and just uh, invite God's people to do uh, what he has uh, made us and, and equipped us to do. And by the way, i uh, got to celebrate a hero, Edward from Aurora, uh, just called 855-901-4673 during the break. Gave a gift of a thousand dollars. I know, right? Is yeah. that amazing? That's Thank amazing. you, Edward. First time giver to food for the poor. Get out. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, right. So when I put that challenge out there, hey, if you've never done it, hey, Edward, come on, man. I said, stick your toe in the water. You like did a cannonball, <laughs> bro. You went deep end. Someone get Edward a towel. <laughs> no, right. That is so awesome. And so uh, because of Edward's incredible generosity, uh, we are now we uh, we're down to five hundred thirty dollars left uh, to provide for these final. Uh, well, let's just call it two families. OK, so let's call that's it awesome. two families needed to uh, to meet all of uh, the the people that we brought with us on our list. So uh, if you could be one of it could. Hey, it could come down to just you and one other person right now. Mm-hmm. Twenty seven dollars a month. Could you trust God for that? And would you get on the phone right now uh, at eight, five, five, nine, zero, one. 4673 and uh, we're going to celebrate a miracle having this wrapped up here in the next couple minutes i believe it with all my heart uh we've got open phone lines so uh so go ahead and call uh guys i love the uh, i love the book of isaiah uh, mm. just such a beautiful beautiful book and uh one of my favorite passages that really has just jumped out at me in recent months uh especially because um i was you know in my travels to Haiti and Guatemala and Africa and other countries um just walking among the poor it's so incredibly uh inspiring and humbling and um god laid this scripture on my heart it's uh, isaiah 52:7 where it says how beautiful on the mountain are the feet of those who bring good news who proclaim peace who bring good tidings who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. And, you know, we, we're asking you to give money to provide food and water, but that's really a means to an end. And uh, what it's really all about, I was just reminded so poignantly uh, when I met a mom in Haiti on my last trip last September. And we were visiting, we were walking through this dusty little community in a, just a, man, you talk about Death Valley. I mean, this truly was like Death Valley. And it wasn't always that way. It used to actually be very fertile. And uh, actually, the Dole uh, Fruit Company used to have a plantation there. And so all of these people moved there when times were good because they would work the land. But then the Dole Company pulled out, 
And uh, so they lost their jobs, and now the drought has come and the rain is gone. And so here's this community just, you know, literally just dying slowly before your eyes. And and one of the things that's awesome about Food for the Poor is we go where no other charities go. Mm-hmm. We go to the darkest, furthest corners, most hidden corners of Haiti, and we find these little villages where people are dying and they're forgotten. Wow. And we bring hope and we bring life thanks to our donors. And so we're in one of these communities, and we'd ascertained the needs, and uh, we're beginning to put to bring water in there because that's often the very first thing that we do and we're going to get the feeding program going and all that. And so, so we're just walking around visiting some families, recording video and audio and, and more often than not, when you meet with these families, you can tell through your conversation that this is a person of faith because they'll, you know, they'll even, they just, they just are verbal about it. Oh, thank God that you're here. Mm. You, you're an answer to prayer and whatnot. Well, we came along to this house and a, a young mom was standing in the doorway holding her daughter, probably 18 months, maybe two years old. And I could just tell walking up to this mom, this was a tough, tough, tough woman. I mean, she was very hardened, like many people in Haiti are, uh, by the, the, the circumstances they live in. And so I just knew I would have to kind of approach her differently. And one of my standard questions is, um, well, what do you, when you pray, what do you, what do you ask God for? But I just felt like that wasn't the right question for her because I got the sense that this woman didn't know the Lord. And so instead I said, I said, do you pray? And she just looked at me cold in the eye and, you know, she said, no, I don't pray. Mm. And so I, you know, I, I, I thought for a second and I said, well, what gives you hope then? And she looked me in the eye with this intense stare. And she said to me, matter of factly, she said, well, I feel hope because you're here. Mm. Wow. And she didn't mean me. Yep. She meant the food for the poor people. Because, you know, the food for the poor trucks were coming and going in the blue shirts with the food for the poor logo. And word had spread throughout the village that something was going on. They're bringing water. They're going to bring food. They're going to replace houses that are falling down And the community. There was a buzz. Right. And so here's this lady that that I, I don't think she knows the Lord yet. Mm. But here's what I believe. I believe that as she can and maybe it's even happened by now because I haven't seen her in almost a year, but I pray it has happened. Yeah. But as she sees God's hand at work through food, through houses, through water, I believe that she will come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and her daughter and her other kids. And that's our why. You know, uh, that Simon Sinek book, Find Your Why. Yeah. That is the why of food for the poor. It's not about the food and the water. Those are a means to an end. It's about pointing people to the love of Jesus Christ so that they can come to know him as their Savior and Lord. And ultimately, guys, I believe that the the country of Haiti will be transformed person by person, family by family, village by village. I believe it will be transformed. Mm. I believe it with all my heart. I don't know how long it will take. I don't know how God's going to do it. But here's what I know with all my heart. Every one of you listening right now can be a part of that transformation just by investing a little bit uh, in in what God is doing through food for the poor. That's right. And so that's my invitation to you right now. Would you help us finish this particular campaign and take care of these final few people on our list with your gift right now? Maybe there's someone that can give a $531 gift right now and just take care of it all. Maybe it's five more people giving $80. I don't know. But uh, guys, God's brought a miracle here today. 
and we praise him. We celebrate him. And I'm so grateful for those who have participated. Yeah, that's right. That number is eight, five, five, nine, zero, one, four, six, seven, three. With a couple of minutes, we have left eight, five, five, nine, zero, one, four, six, seven, three. Or you can go right to eleven sixty hope dot com. And uh, I, I really believe that we can make this happen. If yes, I kind of had this moment looking at a microphone right above the microphone. It says uh, AM eleven sixty. Hope for your life. Mm. And just what you were talking about, that it's not just water and food. You're providing hope, right? And this, right. I, I think of this encounter in Genesis 12 where he says, you're blessed to be a blessing. Yes. Right. We're, we're blessed yeah. people to make a difference in the life of other people. I encourage you to call right now, 855-901-4673 to save some families right now. So that phone line will stay open. Also, 1160hope.com. You could go there. Todd Chapman from Food for the Poor, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. Great being with you. It's great to have you here. For Ian Simpkins, I'm Brian Fromm. This is The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.